welcome back again to another episode. I received so many positive vibes about last week's uh, podcast when we just kind of free form talked about resentment in my own story and a lot of you really resonated with that and also you know let me know that it's nice to know Stesha that you're a normal human being too I always think like you're on some kind of pedestal you have everything figured out and yeah that's not at all how it is and I hope you know that and when you are in my coaching world you do know that I share a lot of stories of my own experience and what I'm going through personally now because it is always relating back to what you are going through as well and that just goes to show like anyone that you're putting on a pedestal thinking that they have it all figured out whether it's a celebrity, a politician, or a fertility coach, or someone you follow online that looks like they have the perfect everything. Trust me when I say this, they are all still human, and they all still go through the same exact universal emotions. And one of the universal emotions that I really want to dig in today is this feeling of not belonging, feeling like You're always being judged for who you are and it's not safe to just let loose and to just be. And this actually came up with a one-on-one release session with one of my clients. Um, And by the way, I I don't advertise this, but I do do one-on-one coaching for those that want to go deep, release their traumas. so that not only they can conceive their baby, but they can also live this happy and fulfilling life. And I thought today would be such a great way to get a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on in one of these sessions because they're so powerful. When I talk about doing the inner work, healing from the inside out, that's really what we're talking about here. It's just really distilling down what is what are you feeling resistance in in your life right now what is your biggest block what is keeping you from achieving that goal from stepping into your next level self and these blocks are happening at a subconscious mental emotional level and so when we can go through a framework to distill what that limiting belief is where it's being held in your body And then take that through a release so that you can process, release, and give your inner child what she needs. Then a little piece of you gets to come home. And then you get to show up a little more authentically in the world around you. You get to have deeper connections. You get to be less in that fearful, self-doubt, scarcity mindset and more in the trusting, uh, confidence, and um, abundant mindset. And, you know, this all sounds like, ooh, that would be so nice to have, but I promise you, this is what actually happens. Anyone that you speak to that has gone through a subconscious release with me will say that literally within the first session, it felt like years of emotional baggage has literally just dissipated. And the really cool thing about this process is that when you work in the subconscious realm, the changes are done. There is no going back right? And oftentimes when we try to change ourselves, when we just try to think positively or we try to read a mindset book like You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, like I love that book by the way, but let's be honest, as soon as you stop reading it, you just kind of go back to your same old self, right? And I think that's the most frustrating thing about mindset work is that it feels like you have to just keep up on it. And as soon as you let off the gas pedal, it's like, 
right back to where I started, baby. So the what I love about subconscious work is that you're actually upgrading and up-leveling and then sustaining that. And then even more so, I have really amazing integration tools that you can do on a daily basis, weekly basis, and even monthly basis to keep the ball rolling. So that's just a little note about that process. But I want to talk about this, going back to that universal emotion of not feeling like you belong, really feeling judged for who you are, and afraid of what others are going to think of you, right? Resulting in this lack of feeling safety to express yourself, to be yourself, right? This is going to look like uh, showing up in the world as an inauthentic version of yourself, right? Going over to a friend's barbecue and not really having any deep conversations and being stuck in your head wondering, oh my gosh, like when can we leave? I like no one likes me here. Everyone else is having more fun and I'm not. What if they think I'm awkward? Oh my God, I just need to get out of here. That's usually how it shows up. It also shows up too in a sense where you don't really know like what your style is. You don't know who you are, right? Because you've never shown up in the world as who you are. Maybe behind the curtains and in your house when no one's looking, but only momentarily, right? And you don't really know like what kind of what kind of vibe do I like? What's my style? For example, this can show up as, you know, what are what are the kind of hobbies that you like to do? What are your interests? What are your favorite topics? How do you like to decorate your house? What kind of style do you like to wear um, for clothing? A lot of times when you don't know who you are, you this this part is really, really frustrating. You might say, like, I'm not a creative person or like I, you know, my my style is horrendous. Like I don't really know how to dress. And you might just pull things from various different, you know, people and say, oh my gosh, that looks cute. I'll try that. Or you look at something in the store and you're like, I love that. That is so cute, but I would never wear that. Right? So there is this disconnect of like, oh my gosh, I love this. This is who I am, but I am not safe to actually express that on the outside. So there's a disconnect. Now, what in the heck does this have to do with fertility? Here's the thing. Whenever we're talking about fertility, we need to know that it is all connected. When we say fertility, what we're really saying is optimal health. (laughs) We're saying optimal physical health, mental health, emotional health, and spiritual health. That is why when I say align your mind, body, soul to get pregnant, that is what we're talking about. It's all connected. You can't just have one little piece of it. And look, if you do, right, this happens all the time, and that's that's fine, but the woman that is here listening to this podcast, she is here for more. She has a greater purpose. She is here for the sole purpose to heal her, her inner child wounds, to stop the transgenerational trauma that is living in her family, to give her children and specifically, you know, the little girls, the kind of life that she didn't have and to give her the emotional support and unconditional love that she may not have had, right? That is why you are here. This isn't about getting a positive pregnancy test. This is about something so much bigger. So yeah, I'm not going to say that no one gets pregnant if they're not completely aligned mind, body, soul. Those women have different life purposes. Your life purpose 
is to heal your mind, body, soul in order to be your most authentic self so that you can pass that along to your children, to the next generation of this earth. That is how we change the world. And that is the kind of women that I attract. We all have these bigger visions. We all have these bigger whys. And, you know, some of us live out our whys through our businesses, through our careers, through our philanthropic work. Did I say that right? I don't know. And some of us live our purposes out through our mothers. And that doesn't, as mothers, and that doesn't mean we can't be multidimensional and have a business and motherhood, but you're, you're getting what I'm saying here. So that is you, right? That's why you're here. So when we're talking about this perpetual fear of, I don't belong, I'm afraid of what people are going to think of me, it's not safe to show up who I am, this is a fundamental imbalance in your root chakra. So backing up, there's this really incredible guy named Eric Erickson. What a great name, right? He was a psychologist and he mapped out the developmental psychological uh, process of a child, meaning, you know, from the months of zero to 18, you're acquiring certain psychological development from 18 months to three years, the toddler phase, you're developing certain psychological development. phases and then it goes on and on and on all the way until you're 18 years old this actually matches up beautifully with the chakra system with the seven chakras meaning when you are born up until 18 months this is associated with the root chakra this is associated with security safety stability basically means if i got all of my basic needs met If I felt grounded and safe, right? If I got food, water, shelter, uh, safety, as well as all of my emotional needs of interconnection met, and I didn't live in a constant state of fear, then my needs were met. Then I felt grounded. I felt safe. And this chakra is balanced. It is stable. And you can check the box of, you know, that first psychological developmental phase as being successful. Now, if this didn't go as planned, maybe, you know, your mom was um, in and out, um, maybe there was drug addiction, maybe there was emotional abandonment. Um, As new moms, like I can speak for this, you're, you're struggling between letting your old life go and stepping into this new one. And sometimes you can hold resentment, sometimes there can be a, uh, some anxiety and depression going on. We don't know how to care for ourselves and ask for help yet. And so not only have we not been caring for ourselves and learning how to ask for help, but now we have this new baby that we are taking care of 24-7. And a lot can be happening where the baby is receiving a lot of energy from mom that I am unsafe, I am not supported, we are in survival mode. Even though you are living in you know, a beautiful house with a supportive husband, if mom's energy is emitting lack of safety, lack of emotional support, baby is going to pick that up as well. So it's very easy to see how like no, <laughs> no baby is getting out of this stage without some, some sort of imprint, right? This isn't about being perfect. 
This is a just, just about realizing like where did my needs not get totally met? We're not blaming our mother. We're not blaming our father. We're just taking observation and inventory of where these things are showing up because when your subconscious is programmed to the level of I am not safe, I am not supported, um, I am insecure, then this is going to show up as a perpetual state of survival mode. Your root chakra governs your adrenal glands, among other things, um, among your colon, kidneys, skeleton bones, um, even your muscles, right? Because your adrenal glands and muscular system and nervous system are all connected. So it's linking our energetic system and the physical world. So it gives us the motivation to eat, sleep, procreate. It's where our will comes from, our will to survive, if you will. However, if we have imbalances here and our subconscious is programmed to not feel safe, not feel secure, then it's always going to be on the lookout for survival. It's always going to be stuck in that perpetual state of we were brought up in a really unsafe world, which means this this world is unsafe and therefore I need to be on alert at all times. So it's a great survival mechanism, right? Because if there is a baby born in an area where she needs her senses really attuned and she needs to prioritize survival, then that is actually for her own good. However, very few of us in especially the United States are born into situations where we need to be on guard like that all the time. In fact, I would say the biggest, um, the biggest block to this, this root chakra is emotional abandonment. It's not getting your emotional needs met and that is what is creating the lack of safety and insecurity, the lack of feeling like you belong. So this is why, by the way, healing this stuff so that we're not passing it on to the next generation is so huge. Because even if you think that, oh, that stuff is behind me, it's in the past, I got over it, um, it doesn't matter. Like if it's in your subconscious, it's in your energy and you will pass it on. Whether you consciously uh, try to prevent that or not, it just will leak through. That's how it works. Um so anyways, going back to our client session, um, this was really showing up for her. And the way that we work through a client session is whatever's, whatever's showing up in your life right now, that is exactly what life is mirroring to you right now. And it's telling us this is ready to go. So I teach my clients how to recognize this in their lives so that literally on a daily and weekly basis, they are leveraging and using the whatever conversations and situations and circumstances trigger them or feels unfair or feels like they're stuck, feels like no matter how hard they work, nothing is working out for them. Um, the feeling of despair, the feeling, the fear of disappointment. I show them how to recognize these things and how it shows up in their life so that instead of it triggering them and spiraling them back into the same old self-sabotaging pattern, we actually get to rewire it in that moment and use it as a springboard towards your highest self. Meaning instead of letting the trigger completely dismantle you, we are actually dismantling the trigger as it comes up. And this is not about faking it till you make it and saying positive affirmations into the mirror when you're going through something really hard. It's actually a much deeper process where 
we are feeling through the trigger and we're distilling and getting down to what is that limiting belief that is causing you to perceive this situation as a trigger. It is triggering some emotional reaction. This emotional reaction is not new, my love. This is coming back from childhood. This is coming back from a traumatic event. Um, Even, you know, if you have been starting out on this fertility journey, feeling so hopeful, so exciting, um, and then, you know, three years in after multiple miscarriages and failed fertility treatments, honestly, you can be so afraid to keep going because the fear of feeling that disappointment again is so overwhelming. You honestly don't even know how you're going to get through that next um, that next piece of disappointment because you're honestly just expecting it. You have so much proof in the past that this is not going to work that your subconscious is literally like, why would we keep going and putting ourselves through this pain? And it literally fears the disappointment that you're going to feel. And so what do you do? We start using work as an excuse of why you're always tired and crabby and can't do anything, um, why you don't feel like having sex, you know, why you uh, can't communicate with your partner. And then you create your reality, right? So this isn't about blaming you. And honestly, this isn't about like, oh, now I'm wrong for feeling this way. No, I'm just bringing you awareness that it's perfectly normal and natural to feel this way when we don't have the framework and understanding how our subconscious mind works and where this stuff is even coming from. Because when you don't know this framework, then it seems like you're the broken one. You're the one, like how could anyone possibly be feeling this way, thinking this way? I've got to be the only one that, you know, I am so miserable. No one else could possibly be going through this. Why is this so much harder for me? Like seriously, doesn't make any sense. It explains why you're feeling all of that because you're not broken. In fact, it's just your subconscious pulling up wounds from your past that it so desperately wants you to look at and heal. The only problem is we have, we've never had the toolbox to do this. And instead it's like, oh no, you're anxious, take an anti-anxiety drug. Oh, you're depressed, just take an anti-depression drug. You know what? Bullshit. That's not how we heal. That's how we suppress. And that's how we keep perpetuating this masculine, patriarchal society. And that's how we continue to be disconnected from our own feminine power, disconnected from our own authentic selves and truth. So really, (laughs) you start to see that this fertility program is sometimes not about fertility at all. And it's about healing all of this stuff in the background that makes us feel broken and inauthentic. And, um, you know, like we're the only ones going through it. Like we don't belong. And it's healing all of that stuff because if we don't, your adrenal system, your nervous system will be in a perpetual state of survival. And we all know that when it comes to getting pregnant, we want to be in a state of fertile mode, not in a state of survival mode. So I remember back in my day, like five years ago, when I was just learning about uh, hormones and adrenals and thyroid, and I really thought I was, you know, saving the world when I found out about adaptogens and these herbs that would help your adrenal glands heal, right? And little did I know that (laughs) 
you know, if your adrenals are so completely burnt out, like, God bless you, taking some adaptogens is not going to be the thing that heals you, right? Absolutely, nutrition is important and herbs are incredibly powerful and I use them regularly in my practice. But the real root cause of something like adrenal fatigue, constantly feeling rushed, um, constantly showing up to appointments late and frazzled and always apologizing why you're late and tired and never wanting to show up to anything because you're so burnt out and never really getting to accomplish the things that you want because you're in this cycle of you know, hypervigilance and then burnout. And it's like you're living in this cycle and never really able to get to where you want to go. The root cause of that is not burnt out adrenals. Burnt out adrenals are a result of why you are perpetually running, proving, trying to earn self-approval and self-love and self-acceptance and trying to prove that you are good enough and these all come from limiting beliefs. These all come from this root chakra of, well, various chakras, but some of these come from your root chakra of not feeling safe and secure in who you are and thus needing to go out into the world in order to protect and defend and prove yourself. So, there are seven there are seven chakras total but we're just talking about the root chakra today and specifically because this is the one that keeps us in survival mode the most and it's why this is one of the biggest ones that we heal um, balance i should say inside of the program because just think if you were to show up tomorrow feeling totally safe and secure in who you are showing up authentically not giving a single thought to what someone else might think, showing up, dancing in the grocery store, living your best life, totally secure in who you are, how would your life be different, right? You probably have goosebumps right now just thinking of the possibilities. You might be thinking, well, I would actually have everything I'd want. Like, I would literally not be held back in any place anywhere. And... You certainly wouldn't be worried about the same things you're worried about today and chasing the same things as you would if you didn't have any of these, this this scarcity thinking. And really what it comes down to is the, the need for safety or do you have, sorry, the need for control or do you have safety? Let's break that down. If you have safety... If you feel safe, if you feel secure in who you are, can we agree that you wouldn't need safety because you have that, right? So it's the difference between needing versus having. And sometimes it's all just about a choice. I know that sounds really, really simple, but it really is just coming down to a choice. And it's that realization of if I'm always needing to feel safe, then I'm probably going to need to control everything. I'm going to need certainty. I'm going to la 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 la. And this shows up in your fertility journey, right? As worried when you're not getting pregnant after four months of trying. Trying to control every single aspect of your fertility journey through the appointments, through all the lab tests, um, through all of the nutrition and supplements that you're taking. 
and you're trying to control every single little aspect because you need the certainty. You need the safety of knowing that you are going to get pregnant. And you are told that if you do all of these things, then you will get pregnant. So that's how you have extra control. The problem is this completely removes you from the ease and the flow and the flexibility that life wants you to have. Instead of flowing along the river of life towards your highest good, you're clinging onto the banks, you're clinging onto the roots on the side of the banks, you're swimming upstream, you're resisting everything because of this need for control, this need for safety. Imagine if you just had safety. How would that change? And so that's essentially what we did inside of our session. And just to give you an idea of how this looks, we, when we go through a session, it's sort of like a hypnotic session, but it's more so of a guided visualization where you are taking an active part in. So hypnosis is more so getting in a meditative state and listening to programming, whereas these visualizations are very much you are involved, you are in that hypnotic state, but you're letting your subconscious communicate through you. Sounds pretty trippy, right? But it works so well. So what happened is we asked, basically asked her subconscious, like, what is the limiting belief that is associated with these emotions that you're feeling right now? that this trigger in your life right now has brought up this emotional energetic resonance uh, connected deeply with something in your subconscious. And that was, I am not as good as others. I don't belong. I'm afraid of what others think. I'm afraid of judgment. Um, I'm not creative enough actually came up. I don't fit in. I don't belong. I'm judged who I am was basically what, what came up. And the vision of her 12-year-old self came up and um, I won't go into the personal details of what that looked like, but this is when it was first imprinted into her that she does not belong, she does not fit in, and you are judged for who you are. So it makes sense that in order to heal this imprint, we go back to that 12-year-old self and we visit her and we ask what she needs. Does she need to hear from mom? Does she need to hear from dad? And, you know, she hears from that parent who gives her what she needs in that moment. And so then her inner child can feel so healed, so loved, so accepted for who she is. And that limiting belief has been rewritten in the subconscious to something more empowering. Like, I am good just the way I am. You are safe to trust yourself. You are safe to listen to your heart. You are safe to be who you are. And so we reprogrammed that belief in, and that is the magic. That is the magic right there. We're not writing affirmations 15 million times a day. We're not saying, you know, positive affirmations into the mirror every single day. We go into a session, we heal exactly what needs to be healed at a subconscious level. And then we watch the ripple effect across her life. We watch her connections with friendships deepen. We watch the intimacy with her partner deepen. We see her showing up in work in a very creative and feminine and powerful way. We see her 
dancing in the the grocery store you know even when everyone's looking and not for the attention but just because like oh my god i love this song this is amazing i am picking up my eggs and my milk in the aisle and i just gotta dance and move my body to the song right it's showing up authentically who you are in the moment without the fear of judgment think about what her nervous system went from to now how it's operating she went to survival mode always being on guard always needing to be someone else feeling absolutely exhausted at the end of the day at the end of the week draining her vital energy draining her fertile energy to now someone who doesn't spend all of that energy on uh, inhibiting her creativeness and her self-expression and who she is she doesn't waste all that vital energy on fear and worry and control Instead, that energy goes back into her body to rejuvenate, to heal, to shift from survival into fertility. That's how it works, my friends. Um, And I just wanted to talk through that because, I mean, I don't know anyone else doing this in the fertility world. If you are, let me know because we definitely need to collaborate and get each other on our podcasts. Um, But this is how we... This is how we become more fertile. This isn't about doing fertility. This isn't about doing the perfect diet and taking the supplements and then wondering why I'm doing everything and nothing is working. This is about taking your power back. This is about becoming the next level version of you, not just to get pregnant, mama, but to really be that leader, be that mother that you desire to be. This is how we do this, and I know because you are listening that you are on this mission too, and you are on this movement, so please, if you are interested in doing this amazing um, transformational work, please let me know. Message me on Instagram. Right now, we have two options, joining Holistic Fertility Method, or you can join me in one-on-one coaching. And if you want to see what that looks like, let me know as well. So that's it for the call today. I'm so glad that you are here. And um, yeah, and we'll see you next week. Bye.